Genre. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we investigate the gunfights, car chases, and proper action of Hot Fuzz one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli. Today, we're about to go off on Minute 70, which begins with Frank asking Angel what they're going to do with him and ends with Angel in Skinner's office throwing a pen at Tony Fisher. Mm-hmm. And uh, for one last day, we have Rick from Mad Max Minute. Welcome back, Rick. Thank you for having me back all this week. Absolutely, of course, of course. Uh, yeah, next season, uh, you know, it, it's I'm I'm very tempted to bring you back for the post-apocalypse uh, in the world's end. Right? Yeah, it's uh, hard to. Yeah, but that's so far at the end of the movie that I don't even I don't even think we would have a guest that week, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, but I do feel like that would be where your your expertise would come in most handy. Uh, maybe something about the beast. Maybe is it yeah. cars? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Something something to do with the beast. That could be fun. I mean, really anything. I'm not that picky. <laughs> I know, but I like to I like to use uh, use our guests for the for the for the best. Like, you know, <laughs> the greater good, if you will. <laughs> the greater good. Um, the greater good. Uh, yeah. So this this bit with um, with Frank. Uh, interesting choice of word, uh, wording with there hasn't been a recorded murder in Sanford in over 20 years. So, so, so intentional, so intentionally specific. Uh, it is, it is impressive that even when covering up a murder, he's still being honest <laughs> to a certain extent. He found a way to be honest without telling the truth. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, yeah, it's very selective. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's, it's so creepy because it's like he's talking about his wife. Yeah, it is. You can't prove it. Oh, oh, terrible. It's creepy. <clears throat> it is very creepy. This whole monologue. It's very. He's very contained. He's very restrained. But it's like not for the reasons that we think. Right. Because he's probably very uncomfortable with how close he's getting. Mm. Nicholas. Yeah, for sure. Um, there is, uh, there is one line cut out of this scene, uh, which is at the end when he says, you know, so we're going through this and he's, he's talking about how, you know, the boys, they don't not used to those terms, right? They, they haven't, they, there hasn't been a murder recorded in this town. Like, you know, none of that, that kind of thing doesn't happen here. Like it happens in London all the time. (laughs) They're not used to it. So they're going to have trouble believing that. He's like, are you sure that that's what you what you saw? He's like, not only am I sure, but I know who did it. I and then we and then we cut to uh, them marching down the the office to to the marching down mm-hmm. the back the back way of the grocery store to the office. Um, but in the in the script, he says that line, and then it cuts back to Frank, and Frank goes, "I hope you're not going to say who I think you're going to say." Um, <laughs> 
And then it goes to the to them okay. uh, uh, going to the going to the grocery store, which works well with all the stuff that they've cut out. All the reference, like all the he runs the local supermarket, um, like they but they cut all of that out. So then it's not it, you know there's not an excuse for him to be as exhausted as he is by it. Mm-hmm. Um, in in this cut of the movie, he's not as gunning for Skinner in the film as he is in this draft of the screen. Right. Right. He's, he's he's very suspicious of him. Yeah, but it's not like I I know it's him. Right. They're not trying to go too hard on the red herring thing. They want the audience to choose the red herring rather than mm-hmm. rather than the movie choose yeah. it for them, you know? That's good. Yeah. And then yeah, everybody goes to the supermarket. Everybody. Everyone except Saxon. The whole team. Well, that would be a health code violation, I yeah. think. Unfortunately. Yeah, you don't want <laughs> Saxon hanging out behind closed doors like that getting dog hair on all the product especially no. if they walk by the produce section right all that fresh product coming in the back i mean the last thing you want to do is buy a bunch of grapes and have there be a dog hair inside of it like you pop one yeah. in your mouth and you feel it and you're just pulling nope. out that dog hair Mm-mm. nope Mm-mm. don't like that don't like nope. that at all Go- going back a few seconds uh frank butterman appears to have like a six shooter revolver encased on his mantle Oh, I like that. He does love uh, cowboy movies. Something of a western nut. Yeah. I wonder whose gun that is, whose six-shooter that is. Gene it's probably, Autry. It's probably some kind of historical six-shooter, right? Oh, my that's God, not cool just one. Like... That's a set. There's two in that case. One's upside down. Oh. And they oh, frame a little Bill plaque Hickok. in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. It'd be even cooler if it was like a real-life lawman. Mm-hmm. Instead of like a, you know, what's interesting too about about uh, him liking westerns is that what are westerns about if not people taking the law into their own hands? Sure, yeah, and 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 the Take. the sheriff like bending the law for the greater good mm-hmm. of <laughs> of his saloon town, you know, deputizing uh, a bunch of citizens. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. So the other day, because I've got a appointment to record with the guys that are doing blazing saddles so i was watching this randolph scott movie from 1951 called man in the saddle and at and it's all about this land feud between randolph scott and this other rancher and this other rancher is hiring goons and they're killing the guys that are employed by randolph scott and so they're having this literal blood feud where people are shooting at each other and killing each other and at the end of the movie they bring a guy to the sheriff's office and the sheriff is just like, oh, hey, what, what can I do for you guys today? And it's exactly like you said. He sits in his office all day. He doesn't worry about the fact that people are literally getting murdered <laughs> elsewhere in the town. Mm-hmm. And it's just what Frank is doing. He's sitting in his office waiting for something to be brought to him instead of actually doing law enforcement. Right. Right. He, he's kind of he's uh, he's he's become less of a law enforcer and more of a peacekeeper. Yeah, his job is literally to maintain the status quo. Right, that he is help erect with right. the NWA. I wonder what the admission like that like uh, admission not admission it's like they're a theme park. Um, the uh, yeah admissions process. Yeah, like for for getting into the NWA because yeah. like eventually all those people are going to die. Just mm-hmm. from natural causes, you know, regardless of whether or not they'd end up just killing each other, right? Um, for one reason or another, but uh, eventually they're all going to die. So, like, they're going to need new members. Mm-hmm. 
who do they get? Like who joins? A political joke just like popped up into my head. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Just like about like this organization that's not really getting a lot of younger members. They're only getting older Uh because they've kind of alienated a lot of people. And now they're (laughs) just kind of picking each other off. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm just saying. Fair. That's fair. But yeah, you're right. Like who, who, I, I think it's, I think in Frank's mind, it's like, oh, well, Danny will take my place. In his okay. perfect world, but some in some world or day, Danny will grow up. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think he's I think he's stunted because Frank keeps him stunted. He keeps him innocent. He keeps him in the dark. Yeah, I yeah. think that's part of why Danny hasn't matured is that he's he's stunted on purpose. He only has a Fredo. Right. He doesn't have a Michael or a Sonny. Right. Right. Mm. Yeah. So I don't even know if Danny would be capable of taking over for Frank, uh, because he's kept him so innocent that. I don't believe that Danny would be on his side if he found out about the NWA. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 even naturally. Ni- yeah, even naturally. Like, Nicholas aside. If one day he was like, look, it's time you know the secret of something. Right. I don't know that he would go with it because he's so innocent. Scary. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Do you really think the NWA would try and make this a multi-generational thing? Well, because they wouldn't want to lose the Village of the Year award ever. It's their legacy. That's all they care about. I don't think they'd want to die and have the village go to shit. That's a good point, because their whole point, their whole reason for existing is to make sure that the village is preserved. And it would be pretty ridiculous for them to (laughs) slowly die one by one, and then as they lose membership, just see the place devolve. Right. Exactly. in their definition of de-evolution. I think the sequel too. I think in a world without, in a world where this was just allowed to keep going, it eventually would have been like what happened with New Haven and World's End. I think I think eventually it would have gotten Starbucked, and it wouldn't have Sanford wouldn't have been defeated by a singular force. It would have been defeated by, um, what's the word? Uh, like you know the act of like everything getting homogenized, yeah, or like becoming corporate, like Starbucks. Uh, yeah. What is that word? Uh, yeah, you know, like. Towns used to have a lot of flavor. Right. And now, now they're all the same. I forget that word. Homogenization. Was that? Homogenization. I mean, yes, that is, that is that is like a synonym for what we're talking about. But there's a specific word about it happening in neighborhoods. Oh. Um, um, and I think that would have happened. That someone is going to scream at us on the Facebook Gentrified. Uh, what? Gentrified. Gentrified. That's there it. Gentrification. Yes. <laughs> I think that would have been Sanford's ultimate fate by like 2019, 2020. Yeah, and Nicholas Angel had never come to town. A whole bunch uh, of just folksy to... people show up with their flannel and beards and ironic <laughs> right. hats. All, all I have to do to, re- to remember that that uh, that word is to imagine Hooper X screaming it, and then I can remember it. <laughs> Gentrification <laughs> in chasing Amy. Oh yeah, yeah, Hooper X. Yeah. Um, anyway, gentrification. Uh, yeah, the all the folksy people. Coming in and then being like, they're not real folksy people. <laughs> not like us, no. Not like us. Because you what? know what would have happened? They would have all died. A new generation of townspeople would have come into power and they wouldn't have cared as much. They're like, well, who gives a fuck about the village of yeah. Euroworld? Let's get paid. Like Leslie Or, or would, would it have skipped a generation? Would they have raised the kids mm. into knowing? Was the were the hoodies that were hanging out 
uh, uh, the kids. Car- yeah, were they? Did they? Did they carve the clue into the th- into the into yeah. the fountain because they actually knew about the NWA? And they were telling Nicholas. They were telling Nicholas because they're all they're grooming them to take over. Outlander. It's going to skip a generation. Yeah. Oh man, I like that. Yeah. There it is. One thing I they're really like, like about this scene in the office is the way that <laughs> Frank just speaks down to Nicholas. Like, mm-hmm. I never gave a second thought to the word bandying. And just on a just on a fluke, I looked it up. And the definition of bandy is to discuss or pass on an idea or a rumor in a casual or uninformed way. And he's basically Ooh. looking to Angel and literally saying, you do not know what you're talking about. Yeah. But he's doing it so nicely. Because I bet in his mind he doesn't think is what of what he's been doing as murder. Right. It's like, no, they committed crimes, what I consider to be crimes, what the NWA considered to be crimes, and we're taking care of them. Right. He's like the Punisher. <laughs> really is. Yeah. It is, it is a town of vigilantes in a way. Gosh. <laughs> I cannot imagine Jim Broadbent pulling up in a in a van, sliding open the side door, and he's got the skull t-shirt on and a his accessory of weapons. Hello, Daredevil. <laughs> Let's go uh, shoot some drug dealers. The Punisher. <laughs> I was in Iraq. <laughs> Listen, folks, we have to become someone else. <laughs> we'll have to become something else. Oh, that'd be even better. <laughs> <laughs> the NWA. <laughs> <laughs> like a, like uh, a Oliver Queen flip off a roof. <laughs> Has Jim Broadbent appeared in either Marvel or DC Universe yet? I don't think so. There's there's been a honestly a low I'd say a low number of of of, British. of like British character actors a lot of like British actors but it's usually like heartthrobby yeah like not so much your like Jim Broadbent or Emma Thompson's right your your Harry Potter alumni right right which was more like loaded with yeah with 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 that sort of thing um, but uh, no I don't think so not yet anyway a lot of Australians a lot of Australians yeah a lot of Australians. Um, and a lot of a lot of Englishmen who play better Americans than Americans, yeah. I guess. Hey, everybody, it's me, Stephen Strange from New York, America. <laughs> um. Anyway, that's uh. So that's all well and good, but then yeah, the whole crew goes to this. Yeah. Why? Why? Big, big weird flex on Nicholas's it, part. Did he tell everyone coming with me? Or or was it Frank demanding that they all come so that he can make a fool Look. of himself in front of all of yeah. them? Yeah. Oh yeah. Look at the dummy. Yeah. Is he is he trying to put Nicholas in his place on the spot? Yeah. yeah. Embarrassing him for the greater good. Yeah. Because he the definitely called ahead and told Skinner to put his feet up on the desk. <laughs> for yeah. sure. Oh man, I just watched The Departed, so I'm just picturing like him sending them like sending nervous texts to one another. Uh-huh. Police coming, couldn't stop. <laughs> Put feet on desk. You send a gif of the rat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, if they could send gifs in the departed. <laughs> gifs of the departed. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, to each other. That's the code. That's yeah. the code for the rat. The yeah. rat's coming. The rat's coming. <laughs> just a gif of the rat from the departed. Splat the rat. I don't think you could send gifts to each other at this point in no. t- 2007. <laughs> Especially not Timothy Dalton or Jim Broadbent. Yeah, if only though. Oh man. Yeah. Did they even have? Uh, did they even sorry. have like reliable emojis, or did they have to use emoticons back then? I think emoticons. I think that was yeah. I had to like literally like 
like yeah i don't even yeah i don't even think emojis were a thing yet because that was 12 years ago i know it was over a decade yeah it's pretty hardcore (laughs) i think the only i think the only emojis that existed were like you would type in the emoticon and then when you press enter on like the smile it would turn into like a smiley face oh yeah you had to put like under asterisks or something yeah stuff like that there'd be like code that you would have to type in your message is that Uh, what t9 was no okay t9 was another thing i never did t9 oh yeah, I don't. I wouldn't be able to do it now. I don't think I'd have to relearn. But man, I was I was a big proponent of T nine. Nice. I used it all the time. Um, T nine with my LG chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> man, yeah, I remember that. Remember those slidey phones? Mm-hmm. The ones that slid open? Yeah. Then yeah, they had the full keyboard underneath. Those are my favorite. Yep. Yep. You know, I'm kind of over the uh, holding a little miniature version of the monolith from 2001 A Space Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be cool if we could go back to like little eggs or little pods. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, no one, no one's ever going to do that now. It's going to be in our heads. Yeah, exactly. They're just going to they're just going to splice it into our brains. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's going to be like an episode of Futurama. We're going to have a literal iPhone. Yep. So yep. do you think there's a permanent groove worn in the desk in that manager's office from people's <laughs> legs? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I bet his desk, I bet his chair has super like formed. If, no, never mind. It doesn't look like the kind that can really do that. If, if, uh, if there are, the, he, it, it is, it is surprisingly shiny, the desk. <laughs> um, he does get it. It looks like he gets it waxed or something. Probably has like a little like, sh- like a desk shine boy. Yeah. Desk shine boy. Something like that. Come and shine. Um, it has some sort of uh, film on it that allows for like a really bright shine. Or you know like how some people have some that like of level coating. of glass on it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Could be that. Could definitely be Plexiglass. that. Plexiglass. Yeah. Sometimes it's just normal glass. Mm. Um, oh, fancy. Yeah. There's just a, just a level, like there's just a layer of glass on top of the wood. Yeah. And then there's an iconic line in this minute. Yeah, Mr. Skinner. With just, like, eyes fixed on Nicholas Angel. Mm-hmm. She says it. Another yeah. example of a, of a character crushing it with one line. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. There's... It, it's something about... It's the combination of her absolute apathy mm-hmm. about doing it, but then also doing the voice simultaneously. Yeah. Like, that's that's the thing that makes it. Like, there's something just genuinely funny about that about like someone just just a plusing like like the delivery like at like because they've just done it so many Mm -hmm. times you know um in their job and their line of work and then but then like just having total apathy on their face while they do it um the way she just kind of tosses her nail filer down yeah like a single like oh my god yeah no it's perfect she's great uh i wouldn't mind seeing her come back into an edgar wright joint yeah, I want to. I almost want to look her up again. I know we talked about her when yeah, she first came out. But. She's done. Uh, she's been in a few movies. She was in a movie that Edgar Wright produced, that Sightseers movie. Okay. Yeah, that was her. Directed by Ben Wheatley. Wheatley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said Wishaw. Yeah, she starred in it, and I think she wrote it. Oh, good for her. Yeah, I think she did. Um, she's fucking great. Yeah, she's she's fantastic. Yeah. Last night in Soho. Fingers crossed. Maybe she'll pop up. Oh yeah, that would be cool. That would definitely be cool. Um, I keep picturing in my head that movie being like. I don't know, like having a bunch of people in it for some reason. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, we're used to it, his movies having ensembles. That's though. true. So that is kind of his move, generally speaking. Uh, this one might have two ensembles now that we know it takes place in two time periods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
Who knows? Uh, this is a small office. There's a lot of people in a small office. They look uncomfortable. Tony Fisher is, looks like super cramped. Yeah. No. Um, I uh, yeah, I love I love this bit of like him saying she was Leslie Tiller was murdered, and then he's like, "Oh, she fell on her own. She she fell on her own shears." It's like immediately undercutting the situation. Oh, just immediately undercutting the Um, worst cop. He is terrible. He is absolutely terrible. And Nicholas throws a pen at him, and he responds by going, "Ow!" Yeah, (laughs) it was a pen. He's such a baby. He's the worst. <laughs> Tony Fisher. Uh, Do you think Tony Fisher is based on someone in Edgar Wright or Simon Pegg's life? He just seems so specific. I don't know. Maybe. Could be. I also just like the look that he gives Nicholas. He's like, ow. Like, he's like, what? why? Why'd you do that? <laughs> like, he genuinely does not understand why he would do that <laughs> just, in that moment. He, he basically nullified their whole reason for coming <laughs> yeah, right. in like two seconds. Oh, man. He's uh, he's uh, pretty great, pretty great. Um, <laughs> uh, I also like these two trophies on his desk. Looks They're, like runners, runners awards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's uh, run run a couple of uh, marathons. One is of a small boy. <laughs> well, one one is a small statue, and one is like a bigger statue. Yeah, almost looks like one is like a like almost like a participation trophy, mm-hmm. like like. For participating and completing yeah, uh, a, a mar- marathon or something. And then the other one might be like an actual race. Yeah, he, he placed. Like he actually placed. Yeah, exactly. I can, ima- I can imagine one, one of them. I can imagine one of them being handed out at the end of the race. Everybody gets the tiny one. And then he just maybe he did so many races in a year that he was recognized by the running club or something like that. Oh, if yeah, you, sure. If you complete a whole series, because I know they do that. Um, there's an organization called Nerd Herd. And they do virtual race series where you're given a year and you have to do a certain number set of races, like a 5K, 10K, half marathon. And if you do all of these races over the course of the year, they send you the medals and you have this little plaque with the medals on them. And it's really, it's really cool. Man, if I enjoyed cool. running, I would be fucking unstoppable. I know. Oh, yeah. I did that I for a summer and uh, have not gone back to it. I am I am extremely jealous of anyone who enjoys running. Like I I I think that I could be that person if it wasn't for my flat feet. But my flat feet make it so that I can only run like <clears throat> I mean not very long and not very often or mm-hmm. or like just the 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 arches of my feet are just destroyed and I can't do anything. Yeah, I've always <clears throat> I really want to experience a runner's high at least once in my life just to have like a first hand like oh I know what that means when people say it now. Oh, you never had that? I don't think I had. I think I would know, right? Yeah, if probably. I had, like, a, a burst of uh endorphins. Uh, well, I don't know though. <laughs> uh Okay. Yeah, yeah, I hear yeah. you. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say How would I yeah, know? Yeah, the comparison to your lifestyle choices <laughs> may mean that may preclude you sure. from knowing it's what that is. That phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't think it's comparable. It might have like a different yeah. Yes. I need a personal trainer that's basically a slasher movie villain. Like if I'm gonna yeah. run, I need someone chasing me. And I yeah. need to be motivated that way to run. I would rather swim if I if I if I had a place nearby that I could like walk to every morning. Yeah, every morning and like swim some laps. I would totally do that. 
Mm-hmm. That, I would love that. Like work Spider-Man. for a company yeah. that has a gym. Yeah. In the building. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. Absolutely. Um, what a what a great perk that'd be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. Um yeah, that that's I mean, I think I think that in a perfect world, that's what I would want. Uh but uh because like I can do that with flat feet, but mm-hmm. running is uh, difficult. But to yeah, to do to be the kind of person <clears throat> that has like a route yeah. every morning when they just run like five, six miles in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Even on a treadmill, it's 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 tough. Oh, okay. It yeah. can get tough. Mm-hmm. I got a friend of uh, mine works on a college campus that mm-hmm. is very hilly. And he will go out on his lunch hour and he'll just run like seven to 10 miles. And I'm like, who are you? Yeah, no, I can't. And then he just goes (laughs) back to work for the rest of the day. And I'm like, that would literally kill me. Yeah. (laughs) Settling into your work, like turning on your computer, logging in, having like, oh, I ran 10 miles today. Yeah. I'm going to sleep forever. I I mean I just I'm also very uh very uh uh conscious of like smell and that would that would freak oh, me out. I've that always, would super freak yeah, me out. Yeah, the idea of going straight from working out to work seems very alien to me. Yeah, yeah. That would okay, that would super freak me out. Even the idea of swimming before work, I would have to take a shower between mm-hmm. because oh, I was like, oh, I'm going to smell like chlor- chlorine smell otherwise. Like, like a I, pool all day. Y- be yeah, so yeah, weird. exactly. I was like I have to like completely shower not just rinse completely shower but if you had a company shower right that'd be great well if you have a company Which, gym you'd probably have company locker rooms company showers yeah yeah you just run the risk of running into bob from accounting he's he's no, showering right. there because he's sleeping in his car well and that's just you know, sad. We, do, we do what we have to yeah, who hasn't slept in their car <laughs> we do what we have to it's fine um, anyway, uh, I think that's all we got. Do you have any, uh, final thoughts on, on hot fuzz just in general, Rick? I'd have to say it's probably my favorite out of the trilogy. Although mm-hmm. there is nice. a big asterisk in that I haven't actually sat down to watch the world's end yet. Ah, okay. So okay. with only 66% of results showing hot fuzz <laughs> is my favorite. Fair enough. Many people have not seen The World's End. I think I think over half of our guests next season will probably have not seen the movie. That's exciting to me. Yeah. That that many people are going to see it for the first time because of our show. Yeah. 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 Which I think is cool. Um, but uh, it'll be it'll be that's going to be an interesting season. I'm, I'm excited for it. I could also foresee most of next season just being you and me. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, no, I'm good. Yeah. Well, not not just that, but just being like, oh, I haven't seen it yet. And it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just keep going then. Keep on trucking. Like Frodo and Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Five musketeers. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, all right. Well, great. Thanks for joining us this week, Rick. Oh, well, thank you for having me. It's It's been cool pulling double duty, you know, having my own show running for the first week and being over here to just get myself out there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so minute three of Fury Road just hit today, so you guys have three episodes to catch up to. Yep. Uh, if you haven't listened to it yet, good time um, to jump in. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, and uh, Rick and uh, Julia were both guests last season um, on our Shaun of the Dead season, so you can go back and listen to that as well if you like. Um, but uh, yeah, so there you go. Check check that out. Check that out. Um, and, uh, also check out our, uh, Patreon page. If, uh, you're so inclined, that's duallygenre.com slash support. All we ask for is $3 a month. 
$3. That's it. Not a lot. $3. It's fine. You won't even notice that it's gone. Let's be honest. Um, yeah. $3 a month and you get uh, tons of bonus content every month. It's well worth the money if I do say so myself. It's way uh, and it cheaper helps than us Netflix. Out. Yeah, it's true. Um, and, it, and it helps us out a lot. And uh, it's... it's uh, it really comes through in emergencies or unforeseen events. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So we appreciate everyone who's doing that and uh, who might think about doing that. But uh, go check that out. It's duelinggenre.com slash support. And uh, we'll be back on Monday with Minute 71 for the greater good. The greater good. The greater good. The greater good.